Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me, See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me See Me Podcast. And I'm today with the lovely Meg Matthews, who I'm really keen to talk to. And um, she's going to tell me a bit about all the lovely work she does and obviously about this crazy situation we're in. Hello, Meg. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Reasonably well, considering. Are you safe? Are you indoors? I'm safe. <laughs> I'm in the bedroom, I'm all locked up, I'm fine. All the kids are being told to be quiet, stay out the other room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, good luck with that one. Yeah, no, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. How are you coping? Yeah, I'm... um, Yeah, I'm coping all right so far. I I have found it um, very weird. I've been going out for a walk in the morning and um, early... So, um, but I've noticed that, you know, the people that I usually see in the park or whatever is usually, it's a very sociable place where I live. So everyone walking with their dog, say morning, you know, and there's none of that. Do you know what I mean? Even though this is going on, I'm, I'm, I went into a shop the other day and this lovely girl, I was, I went running and going, I really need some vitamin C, I need some vitamin C. And then she stopped and she went, hello, good morning. And I went to her, oh, my God, I'm so pleased that you said that to me. I said, and I'm so sorry. I said, mm. how are you? Are you having a nice day? And then she smiled. And then my friend was going back to the shop. And I said, well, you just go over and say hello to the girl and thank her for actually pulling me up and bring me back into the moment of being polite and mm. not being driven by this crazy stuff. So, you know, this interaction, I've noticed just the last few days has been very weird. Mm. I find on my walk, on my walk, you sort of, it's almost like you do a little dance because you don't know who's going to get off the pavement. Yeah. And then, then, as you say, people then look at the floor and I sort of look. I, I force a smile out of them. I think, you know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna smile. I'm gonna get you to smile. You've got to <laughs> that always works. You know, yeah, like, little way. We smile at each other. Yeah. I mean, I have got a bit of a thing about the joggers that run past me that are <laughs> breathing. I'm like literally jumping out the way, thinking, you know, yeah. it could be a little bit. Yeah. You know, you know, because we don't know these particles how far they're dispersed. No. So I'm a bit like, you know, yeah. you could sort of maybe not run on the path. Maybe you should run in the middle of the grass. But other than that, I think it's, yeah. it is quite eerie out there. Mm. And I think it all goes with like what you do with your charity about mm. you saying people not feeling, you know, they feel invisible. 
you know, and yeah. you can feel like that. And I felt like that only for the last couple of weeks. So for people that have to live daily like that, oh my it's God, yeah. very isolating and it's very eerie and, you know, and it's very lonely, mm. you know, and yeah. it feels like you're just forgotten. Yeah, you know? and it's, it's a lesson for us, isn't it? I think, you know, that's going to be some of the things that come out of this. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I it's got to be positive. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you know, it's about really looking out for everybody. I think there was a lot of good. I think it was a lot of like, you know, me, look at me on Instagram, look what I've got, look at my life, look at this. Da, da, da. There was no caring or sharing or community. I mean, where I live, um, this lady, I've sort of lived here for, for years. But, you know, I rarely know my name. I do know my neighbor's neighbors, but, you know, the ones at the end of the road, I don't know. But, you know, I know to say and smile to you. But everybody just came together, stuck leaflets, made a WhatsApp group, look after the old people. Can you cook? Can you go to the pharmacy? Can you pick up stuff from the greengrocers? I mean, I was shocked how the community, I probably lived here for 10 years. And all of a sudden, I'm dropping paracetamol at number 72 <laughs> because, you know, and some rubber gloves because someone's yeah. walking someone's dog. It was amazing. I mean, I've lived here for 10 years, and now I know everybody on my yeah. street. Yeah. really is, you know, is, of course, my um, ones that live really close to me. Of course, you say hello, goodbye. But, you yeah. know, I, d- I didn't know someone at 72. I didn't know the lady there, and I knocked, and I was like, you know, and I said, I said here's some paracetamol you were asking for. You know, yeah. and, it was, and it's been great. So maybe it will make us all um, think. Yeah. I, I've, I did it on mine my, my, recently. Um, I had my walk, you know, and I sort of saw this elderly lady that I've not seen before, but she lives just down the road. And then we was in the front garden the other day, and she stopped outside, and she just said, oh, my sister's just died. Oh, and I yeah. felt so sorry for her. And she said, and you know, she was sort of saying, and I, can't, I, I, I couldn't go, I couldn't say goodbye to her and all that, and you just want to run out into the road and give her oh, a hug. Oh, God, don't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she was just, I think she may have been still in a bit of shock because she sort of was sort of saying it so matter of fact that I think it, she she was just gone out for a walk it, to try and escape it, you know. Yeah, it must be like that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, I'm doing lockdown on my, on my own because my um, daughter and my dog are, are in the countryside and, okay. um, as long as my dad's fine, he's in Norfolk, and Nancy's in Suffolk, as long as yeah. they're all fine, I'll be all right on my own. I would rather yeah. that, you know, everyone's up, and you know, do you not want the fact you want this? I just said, look, I'd rather than be out there, you know, and be safe, and I can yeah. get through this on my own. I'm quite strong yeah. enough to get through this. I'm you sure know, you are. Um, and uh, yeah, I you know I'm fine. <laughs> I'm very sociable. I mean, yeah. I'm a recovering alcoholic, which in one way is amazing because mm-hmm. I have every day I have connections with a, with a group of recovering alcoholics who we uh, can talk and moan and speak how we're feeling and be completely yeah. honest. So in a way, that's an amazing um, survival, you know, and, you know, it's all about not being in self. So, you you know, you're not, you know, I'm, you know, if I sit here in in, in, it's all about me, me, I, 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 then I'm not in a good place. So, you know, I'm always wanting to help people do stuff, you know, be of service to other women. That's why I set up Meg's Menopause 
because yeah. for me it was being of service to women it just happened that I went on this journey of the menopause at the age of 49 horrifically my side effects were all mental uh, related so mental health related which I had no idea that estrogen affected you know mood depression I might not even be here today anxiety um, yeah. I didn't leave the house for three months and when I went and I finally got to the bottom of it after being put on antidepressants for years and all this, and then I had a blood test and simply was checked and my hormone levels, after four days of rubbing some gel on my inner thigh, I started to feel normal. That's all it took. Now, really? that is available for every single woman. There's 13 million women going through the menopause in the UK today. Yeah. From the age of 45 you're perimenopause or even one in a hundred women from the age of 40, which means that there's 34 symptoms. You might not be sleeping, foggy brain, tearful, emotional, aching pains, migraines. We put it down to just stress or it's just as getting older or it's just life, but it isn't. And it's, you know, available on the NHS. Everything I do is on the NHS. I don't yeah. do anything privately because it's for the masses and, yeah. you know, but the 13 million women, there's only a very small percentage that are actually going and, you know, getting estrogen and progesterone and whatever to re-put back in your body so you can feel normal again. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have this amazing app, which is all free, and it's, a, it's having a tracker on next week, and you can just download, you know, from 45 and look at your symptoms and put a score in and say, yes, I have this. There's 34 symptoms. Now, I didn't even know what the word perimenopause was. The menopause to me was you didn't have a period and you had a hot flush. And I saw it on Sex in the City, Samantha having one, and we all laughed about it. Yeah. But actually, when I set this up um, and started to come out and, and be very truthful about my symptoms and about everything that I was going through, I mean, I had a million hits on my website in six months. So it shows you that there was a need for it. And then I decided to do, make a range of products. When I was sitting here, I was thinking, God, there's no, there's not a menopause range out there. You know, I'm going into no. the boots and I'm having to go, you know, to the um, sexual health bit to find a lubricant. Now, that's not really right. And I don't want direct like I've got teenagers in my house. I don't want right. to next to my bed. I don't want yeah. a vaginal intimate wash in my shower that every about, you know, teenage boys and girls are walking in all the time. And that's yeah. why I designed this, that it was in the house because everyone is going to go through it. It's not yeah. like, you know, and it's going to happen to everyone. And we should say no taboo and no shame around it because the... The stress that it puts on relationships, if you're a man or if it's a woman, I mean, it's, you know, men always go to me, oh, my God, Meg, it's too much information. I'm going, well, what about your sister, your wife, your mother, yeah. your daughter? Yeah. Like, I'm with my dad going, you know, Dad, oh, my God, I've got no libido. And my dad's like, really, Meg? You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you're going to have to sit and listen to me talk about all this stuff because this is what is happening. Yeah. And it's happening to every, it's going to happen to, you know, every single woman. So why yeah. have we just brushed this under the carpet for all these years? And, you know, and now I'm very proud and I've bought these range of products which I made. I made yeah. two lubricants called um, Motion Lotion 
I did oh. a Menno blend, which is all your vitamins and superfood in one packet. Right. And I did um, an intimate wash, a vaginal balm, and um, a face um, spray for your flush. Everything's yeah. vegan. Everything's natural. Everything is like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Yeah. and boots and super drug yeah. and online. And it's so you can just put it in your shopping basket. And it's not going to dig into the weekly shop. Because I was thinking about my mum and about the average person when they're going to their weekly shop. Yeah. They yeah. have X amount of housekeeping and they have a budget. Yeah. And I'm not going to do something for £40 and be no. in I wanted it to be that it could be nine ninety nine, and you could drop it in your basket. And yeah. the vitamins, I know, are really expensive. You know, if you go and buy loads of vitamins and superfoods. So this is only a pound, and you've got every vitamin. You've got eight superfoods, corella, wheatgrass, uh, green tea extracts, um, goji berries. I mean, MSM. It's amazing stuff, and it's all yeah. as a pound a day. And you will be, you know, you don't even have to be going through the menopause. I just made something that women could just pick all together up yeah. and, you know, not be embarrassed and, and it would fit in. And also my best bit of it is it is vegan and it's uh, made out of sugar cane husks. So it's only right. 10% plastic in the whole thing. So it's completely sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very right. proud of that because I designed it all. I made the ingredients. I bottled yeah. it, made it all in Britain. Um, and yeah, and just did this from, so from something that was really bad that I was suffering and going through, um, I was able to be of service and give back to women and I do loads of talks and I, like you do with, um, the the homeless people giving back and giving haircuts and helping, which is, is amazing. I hold like a Weight Watchers meeting, but I call them Meg's Menopause meetings in the church hall. The church hall charges me a tenner. And, yeah. you know, women can come in. I have all sorts of women. And they come, women that have lost their husbands, women that have, you know, some have babies. And they come in and they choose a place and have a cup of tea and talk. Yeah. And yeah. they can't speak. You know, we forget. I'm very vocal. But I forget about how many women are feel quite suppressed at home and can't speak mm. with their husbands or their children or... There might be a certain religion or, you know, and this is a place that they can come and they have a cup of tea and I ask them to put a pound in the pot and mm. um, then I pay for the haul. And then they're supposed to last an hour or so, but usually they're, you know, we're there until like 9.30 at night, you know, people yeah. just chatting. And, um, you know, it's like what you do, it's, it's about giving back and it's about helping, you know, vulnerable people or, you know, because... When you do that, it's yeah. like you, you just sort of, you know, I feel better from, for doing it. And, yeah. you know, and it's, it's just a way of giving back, I think, because I feel that I've had a very privileged life. And I think, you know, if I can help another woman to not suffer for what I suffered, um, yeah. then I've done my job. Exactly. And that's the thing of that pipe forward and that, that, um, you know, spiritual balance and all of these things that, you know, it, it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but we do know that it works. Is that, yeah. you know, you help, you're helping me more than I'm helping you. And that's what people often don't understand. But yeah. the payback is so much more than the output, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, it was like today we're talking about happiness. And I used to think happiness was 
to me it was the outside things okay it was mm. it was materialistic things that's what I thought it was you know I've got food okay I'm grateful because I've got a roof over my head but you know I'm oh I quite like that and I like this and I you know that yeah. but for me my happiness has to come from within and from within that means it has to be a spiritual thing so if I wake up yeah. and I feel very grounded but it's only if I am not in self or it's not all about meg and the ego, then I have yeah. to, you know, if I start doing for something else or I ring up someone or I smile at someone in the street or I let someone out in the car, it's a knock-on effect and it will knock on to the next person, yeah. you know, and you just carry on your day like that and then it will be a knock-on effect because, like you said, you're going to make that person smile. They will end up smiling and laughing yeah. or you hold the door open or you let the traffic out or whatever you do. It's yeah. a knock-on effect. Like if I walk across a pedestrian crossing, I'll always say thank you. You yeah. know, this, this is what we're about and I think this is what society has forgotten a lot. I think... As well, like you said, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't realise you was in recovery, and um, I feel quite, um, I, I'm not quite. I feel very, very lucky to have my recovery at the moment because I think it's almost, um, it, it could help so many people. The principles yeah. of what you do in recovery to get through this yeah. particular situation. It's, it's, it's a lifesaver, isn't it? You know, like, no, I tell you what, I have so much gratitude every yeah. day and I do that I am not using could you imagine trying to score oh. or to to be drinking at yeah. this particular time every yeah. day I wake up like oh my god I'm not in that place I yeah. mean how I mean I feel and I you know pray for those people that are suffering and having to still be in that illness mm. and and you know I mean could you imagine it wouldn't be anything worse <laughs> no, I know, yeah. I know. I, it, um, I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm. Uh, what day is it today? Wednesday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Fourteen years tomorrow. Oh well, then you yeah. see, this is a higher years. power moment. Tomorrow, yeah. How yeah. come we started talking about it? I and know. Yeah. Tomorrow, your fourteen years. Welcome back. It's my. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's, uh, right. and the thing is, and, you know, and I've got a daughter in recovery and we talk about recovery. And, yeah, my daughter know, goes to Al-Anon. Yeah, it's just, you know, it like, it, it, there's so much good comes with it. And I think the biggest thing that, that it keeps repeating in everything is the gratitude, you know. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, that thing, and it's going to get everyone through. And I think it's the lesson we're all going to learn is the, is the yeah. gratitude for coming back to the basics of what we're really for looking for in life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was the reading today, was the happiness reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why it came up today when I was sharing about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, being all this, you know, it was all about that, but it is the inner stuff that, like, yeah. you know, ringing somebody for the day, you know, doing those yeah. sort of things. They just so work, but they're just so simple. Mm. And um, you know, and like what you're doing and everything, it being of service is just feels great. It really does. Yeah. It's what fulfills my heart and gives me that feeling of feeling whole. And if I don't, I do get irritable. I would if I'm not. Mm. You know, if I go back into Meg, then 
you know, mm. I'm shopping online, I'm eating, yeah. I'm doing everything, I'm, you know, yeah. and it's like, why are you doing all this? Because you're, oh, oh yeah, have you actually done what you're supposed to do today? Yeah. You know? It's hilarious when you, you know, you, just, you observe, I mean, I love to observe and uh, I do include myself in that, you know, <laughs> when I observe myself, <laughs> when I think, oh, what are you doing? Doing! Yeah, I had a meltdown today, I've got these, I've got these wonderful people who are, are going to sponsor Haircuts Homeless and they're going to get us in, you know, online so that all our projects will be online. Wow. And I had my first day of sort of the online training. And my foot <laughs> nearly went through my computer because I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I, and I, yeah. I just had to, I had to go out for a walk. And, and you know, but the, the feeling, that's my first day since lockdown that I've actually had that come on me. Where uh, yeah, yeah. I hadn't done the work this morning. That's all it was. No. I'd not prepared myself. You know, no, you so when then I went I straight know, into the work. Did you do your prayers and your meditation? Yeah, that's it. No, and so I've gone straight in. I'm busy, busy. I'm very important. No, no, of course not. I'm very busy. I'm very important. I've got all this going on. Yeah, and 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 then it doesn't take long into the day to realise. Oh right, this is where it's going. And that the walk done that for me. See the walk and the chat and the you know. Yeah, brings you back to sort of the, the, the grounded what, bit how again. Because you, you know how good it makes you feel. The thing is, it that feeling, you mm. can't buy that feeling from that one that you know, you know, mm. that you get inside that you feel when you're, um, it's, uh, I don't want to get too spiritual here, but it is no. for me, that feeling of yeah. me just being so grounded and, and feeling that mm. is, that's when I know that I am the most together when I have that feeling inside, yeah. you know. And when that's wobbling a bit, there's definitely something that I haven't done today. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because it's very easy at this particular moment is to roll out of bed and just think. Mm. Because it's like, you know, you think you've got all the time in the world. You think I've got the whole day, so... You know, you know that routine has slipped here and there for me totally. You know, the the other day I was like sunbathing and I was just like, I was just like, oh, you know, I won't do. But you know, it will come up in a day or so and kick me up the backside in some way mm. or another. Mm. Usually, Definitely. usually trying to eat loads of sugar. So for me, that's where it usually takes me. And then I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, going back to what you said about the menopause, my, my wife yeah. went for it a few years ago. And, you know, there wasn't any of that about, you know, like I remember it was literally go to the, um, go to the doctor and you've had HR tea or yeah. or not there was nothing else like that and there was none of the things and I remember I wasn't because I could have been with it and I said you're driving me mad you've got to go to the doctor you know and then <laughs> she said you big <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you absolute pig <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but <laughs> but she you know and we had the things and it you know the kids jokes the thing is there is the jokes aren't there so there's all yeah, we're all sort of scary. shivering you know like she's got all the doors and windows open, open and, and the night 
sweat. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, you know, she's like a radiator. Side of the bed, and <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it, it, the cliches are there, but if you yeah. to say to someone when you're feeling that rage of anger, and then the next thing yeah. you're whipping at EastEnders. I mean, you, yeah. I didn't know either. I mean, I just was like this person living from hell. But what I used to do is. And Naya's and my partner used to, I couldn't even drive Naya to school, so she used to get an Uber, okay, right. because um, I made some excuse that I was busy. I'd put my workout gear on. As soon as they'd left, I climbed back into bed, and yeah. I was in such a dark place. And then I, I put the alarm on for four, and then I would get up mm. again, and then I'd just act like everything had been fine in the house. And my story, this is how actually that I can tell it now, is that I went to a meeting in um, Notting Hill and I was sharing that I was fucking going mad and I might as well have a drink and blah, blah, blah. As I left, this woman grabbed me and said, "You're you're going through the menopause. And I went, the menopause? Can you mad? That's like my granny. I said, yeah, please take my number and give me a call. And I was like, no. I said, no. As I was going home, the penny dropped. And as I got home, I called this woman. Just from the meeting, she explained, we were on the phone for an hour. She said to me, you were going through the menopause. Did you know there's such thing as menopause clinics? I was like, no. Yes, they're on the NHS. There is one in the Royal Free. There's one in the Chelsea in Westminster. You go to your GP. You demand that you get to a menopause clinic. I was like, wow. Then she took me pictures of what to ask for, this gel, da-da-da-da, that's all available, that's not synthetic HRT, doesn't go through. And so my message came from that, and that's how I started making menopause. Yeah. You see? So what it was was, like I said before, for two things that have happened, one lockdown, this has kept me sane, and then Mm. also me going through the menopause from someone in a meeting, from me just talking, her grabbing my hand, from one Mm. simple phone call, it then took me on to building this, and and then it was my way of, like, having three months going, you know, I am actually thinking of having a drink because this is just ridiculous. Yeah. The way that I'm feeling, I'm waking up with the anxiety. I'm not sleeping at night. What is life worth living for? I was at that yeah. close. And um, and that me, that one woman just um, afterwards, just grabbing me and saying that to me. First of yeah. all, my ego was that, who the hell do you think you are? Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I was thinking of this little woman with a cane of 65 and yeah. there you go. Yeah. And I did. And me. I went and I got the text. <laughs> and then the next minute I'm setting up an Instagram, I'm setting up a website yeah. and, and I've conferences and I'm the Ministry of Health and the <laughs> NHS. Yeah. I mean, I'm work. You know, I've been yeah. asked to go to Parliament on the 18th of of, um, of March, whatever it was. But then yeah. I couldn't go. Then yeah. there was. Um, then I got asked to do um, the NHS have a conference every 18 months. Yeah. Um, it was on the 25th of March. They asked me if I would go and be the spokesman for the menopause to the NHS, and I'm just like, wow, you know. Right. But you know, I I. And then also when I go in and do my talking, you know yeah. what I'm thinking, what I do beforehand. I never practice. I think I'm doing a chair. I'm everyone's yeah. all my team are like, Have you got your notes? I'm like, No. 
No. I just walk in and I will say, and they're like, no, no, because they're all, they're all corporate. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I can't remember facts and figures. Well, I can, but I mean, I yeah. have, I will look at the room and then I will speak. And what yeah. needs to be said, I said, will come out. Yeah. And it I do the same. Yeah. I do the same. And it's, uh, it's the only way I can work. I did yeah. recently, L'Oreal were uh, helping us now. And they've yeah. done. They've, they've been brilliant, or you know, like this. Obviously, it's been a bit tricky the last few weeks. But yeah. they, they, you know, we just started to do these information videos, and because it's L'Oreal and they like things to be done right, they did, and they do it. They've finished them off now. They did a wonderful job. But I was sat on a chair, and I had sort of scripts because I'm absolutely terrible at it. You know, no. and I'm I'm usually like one hit, you know, like put a camera in front of me. I'll just say what I've got to say. Yeah. I'm passionate about my homeless people, so I just say what I need. Yeah. As you just said, I just it comes out, but you give me a script. Oh, it was purgatory. I just felt like I was being tortured for the. No, I'm exactly with you. <laughs> I'm exactly because when they go to me, you know. Um, you know, they, they always say, have you got your PowerPoint? I'm like, no, I don't have PowerPoint. They go, you pick your slides. I'm like, no. There's a picture no. of Eminem like, behind. Yeah. I will talk. There's stats and whatever and clicking and PowerPoints. I'm like, no. Yeah. Sorry, there's no PowerPoint. <laughs> and they keep going to me, I think you should do a public speaking course, Meg. I'm like, no. <laughs> it, this is real. This is yeah. what people want to hear. There's a million yeah. menopause companies that you can download mm. and they can come to your workplace yeah. and talk and, and, you know, go through how to cope. But I don't need, I can't do that. So I'm like you. Me and Aeneas had to, um, I was doing um, an, a recipe for um, like a, a, a vegan meal or whatever. And I got told we had to say exactly, uh, uh, like a script. And Aeneas was upstairs. And after about 10 takes, Aeneas just came upstairs and said, look, mum, I'll just do it for you. <laughs> I said, I know, but I just can't really keep remembering what they want me to say. She just said, look, you just look at the script, read it, remember it. I said, I can't. I just right. can't remember that. And they, like you said, if it's corporate, they want that word for word, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I've got to say that, you know, Laura was just trying to do a great job for me. So it wasn't so much, it, it was all for us because it was our, it was all yeah. to get our message out, you know. But I just, it just doesn't, my brain doesn't but it's work hard. as well as no, that. No, my you know. brain doesn't work like no. that either. It is yeah, hard. my kids I mean, have all done, like, performing so and it amazes me they go off with a little script or a song and they just come and they've got it and no. my boy he's uh, he's actually a hairdresser but he did all that he's sort of done it with his sisters and he's the things he's in there every little tune that comes on he they remembers word. word for word and I no, think I don't don't do that even, I know it's so funny it's like I'm like I, I la 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 to sort of songs and they <laughs> listen to song one and knows every word. Yeah. And I still don't know the words to some Beatles songs. I'm like, oh, no. yeah, la, la, la. And then and they're always, always laughing at me. And she goes, Mum, how come you just don't know? I said, I don't know. That part of my brain just does not work like that. <laughs> you know? It just doesn't. So um, maybe it's just one of those things. <laughs> what you described to me um, when you said about that, you know, going you know, Uber to school and then getting yourself ready at four. Yeah. That that's a real that's really does is a real deep depression, isn't it? That's um, yeah. Because I've been through that myself, and uh, 
it's quite hard for other people if they've not been through it um, to understand the depth of that, isn't it, really? Yeah, really is. And that's what was so frightening because mine was brought on by the lack of estrogen. So that's yeah. what was that. So, and I didn't know that then I looked into the figures and that suicide rate between women between the ages of 50 and 55 is one of the highest in the UK. And that's women going through the menopause. And yeah. since I've been doing this, I mean, the amount of people that have left suicide letters and taken their life because yeah. they're in the menopause and it's so sad because yeah. they just, you can't cope. You get very fearful of life and you just feel like you just can't cope. And yeah. that's how I felt. And, you know, and then I went back to the bed and then I like set the alarm at four. They come back and I'd be going, look, guys, I've had a really busy day. And people, yeah. you know, you don't really say, well, what, what do you mean you had a busy day? They just were like, yeah. And then mm. I'd say, oh, I'm too tired to cook. And they'd be like, great. And then I'd just say, order a pizza. Then I would say, oh, actually, I don't want any of the pizza. I said, I'm just going to go and have a bath. And, of course, they're yeah. like, fine. And then I would just go back to bed. And so I could actually maneuver it. You know, I've got a 15-year-old daughter who's quite happy just to FaceTime, eat a pizza and chat with a mate. And yeah. a partner who's probably watching the football and... Mm. playing a guitar and quite happy as well so yeah. you know I could actually manage to to maneuver it where no one even noticed I don't even think I actually washed my hair for like weeks it was just in a ponytail I couldn't even bother to get in the shower you yeah. know that's how bad it got I mean it was a very you know really dark three months for me yeah. and um, and I didn't want women to actually have to go through that when, because they would give me all the antidepressants, but that, it doesn't replace the estrogen. So it's the, yeah. the hormone that is making you feel like that. But all you have to do is, any woman can get this. It's called Ostradiol gel, estrogen gel, from the NHS. It only costs the NHS four pounds for one yeah. of these things. So it's very cheap. And it's basically, it can, we now know that it helps with osteoporosis, dementia, diabetes, more women um, suffer strokes and heart attacks than men now in their 50s because right. the estrogen, it protects the woman's heart. That's another reason. Also, right. if we have looked, if you go to my website, I've got a great piece on COVID-19 and estrogen. For every eight men that get it, two women don't because of the estrogen levels. <laughs> right. Yes, there you go. Right. I've got lots of estrogen around here. Right, okay. <laughs> I've already got a bit of a lovely pair of man boots, so I better not indulge. <laughs> no, probably some not. estrogen. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what I will do is, obviously, when I do release the pods, I always put the thing on, and I, so I will put your, you know, your, the link to your uh, website oh, yeah. and everything on there yeah. as well, because it's, you know, people do need to hear about it. Yeah, It's absolutely. so important. Because you there's know, enough in life anyway, but if there's anything that that people well, are suffering with, to everyone, and if you're feeling, you know, these different sort of feelings, I mean, some there's it, how long is a piece of string? Every time I speak to a different woman, or a talk, or in a room, you know, they they have different symptoms. There's 34 symptoms, so you could be just having foggy brain. You, I didn't, you know, you could be really angry. You could yeah. just be feeling, you know, I never had a hot flush. Not right. once did I ever get hot. So 
I saw how weird, because that is the second most symptom, you know. I never got hot. I never had a hot flush. But I had dry mouth syndrome, which was like I drunk bleach. Right, um, yeah. Electric shocks, tingling. I mean, weird things. And, you know, oh, it's the estrogen. I'm like, nobody's ever talked about this stuff. And they haven't. So, you know, hopefully from now on and the next generation and my daughter and all the millennials that are turning 40 this year, I can't remember how many they said there was 60,000 or something, they won't have to go through it, hopefully. You know? I think as well, you imagine like going over, you know, like to the people I meet when I'm out there. Um, you know, because I do see some some women of that age who are homeless, yeah. and so to have all of that on top of being homeless, so you know that'd be good to get that message out to the to some of yeah. the centres. You know, we Definitely. work with women's and refugees I mean, if you as well. To do talks for women. Yeah. I'm I'm will be happy to yeah. talk about it. Come well, and meet especially our women's refugees because we don't really people don't know how many of them we've got because a lot of them we, we can't talk about you can't talk about their them, safe no, houses but yeah. you know they'd be great to you know to yeah, have that information as well I put up some information yesterday about women and children in abusive relationships because it's gone up by and there's a special number that you can dial 999 and then you press 55 and it goes silent right. so I put that information out there so if anyone were listening to this that yeah. you are an abusive child, women or children you can dial 999 and then afterwards you press 55 and right. special code yeah and so Women's Days have also got um, a chat line and an email I think open from 10 to midnight or 9 yeah. to midnight as well so um, that's good to know because at this particular moment in time, it's risen by 25% already in two weeks. Oh. We're only on three weeks lockdown on Monday, but yeah, yeah. it's up by 25%. So yeah, any any of those places that you'd like me to just go and talk, yeah. I'm well for it. Because it's, it's so heartbreaking. I mean, I've had, I've got five children and three grandchildren. Wow. And um, one of my, yeah, I was a busy boy. And one of my, <laughs> one of, one of my daughters went through it, you know, and it's um, it's so hard um, to to sort of stand back and see it happen and feel helpless because you they sort of get in their head and it's um, you can't help them at the time when they can't they don't want to be helped until they get lucky enough yeah. if they get free of it because you know they get so far into the situation that they yeah. don't know they're in it almost you know and no. that's why I always have a real empathy for any of the women I come across, you know. Yeah, uh, this is a difficult one because mm. the whole stigma and the taboo, this is why I've done like, um, I've written a book and it's out in October, it's called The New Hot. I'm trying to make the shame and the taboo and there is light at the end of the tunnel and, Mm. you know, and all the jokes about, oh, you're shriveled up, you're over the hill, she's going to the numbers and all this, you know, we're making us stronger. I feel more powerful and more empowered and more comfortable in my skin at the age of 54 than I did at 44, at 34, at 24. And I want women to know that, that, you know, this is a time in life that you will feel really powerful because back in the olden days when you used to have the tribe 
I would be the wise woman of the the village. I'd be sitting, I'd be telling my experiences, you know, well, I wouldn't be fornicating and running around with all the warriors. I'd be having the children chat to me, I'd be yeah. bringing me, and that's what we are. And yeah. But when you, like you said, when you were in it, like I was in it, and I thought I'm a very well-read woman, I'm a woman yeah. of the world, I had not a clue. No oh. one had set me up. My mum passed away five years ago in the August before it happened for me. Oh. So I had a lot of grief going on as well. So the mix of the grief and and yeah. all the other stuff, of course, then, and the depression and everything, there was no way for me. I just didn't really know what was going on. But, um, you know, I had no clue. I never, ever even heard of the word perimenopause, you know. And when I go and I, I go and I talk to, like, um, BBC um, Global Women in News, can you imagine the best journalist yeah. in the world, a broadcasting house, when I was talking with them, they also were like, put their hands up. We're like, yeah, we, we don't know. We don't really know what yeah. it is. What is it? And I'm like, you know, well, it's, you know, once or twice a month you might feel like this, but you're just going to think it's life. But that's yeah. just when your estrogen levels have completely dropped. You might feel like really angry or tired or you couldn't sleep. And then it'll be a few days and then you'll be back to normal. And then you'll notice it will happen a bit more and a bit more. But you don't put it down or you just go, oh, it's PMT, yeah. you know. And But it's not because it's happening a bit more and it's a bit more than just having PMT. So, you know, it's just trying to get awareness and talking. It will just become hopefully it will just become an everyday subject that we, you know. And like you said, my dad had to watch me go through this. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you know, you know, everyone. And when I, what I did was, because I know it's all about talking and sharing and whatever. So, you know, with my business partners, my partner, my daughter, I sat them all in a circle, of course, <laughs> in the lounge. And then I got, me, I got a doctor to print out everything. And I went, yeah. I'm going through the menopause. Here's all, you know, everything. Yeah. They give you all the statistics of, you know, HRT and cancer and all this stuff, which really, please do not even really all that, that from a long time ago is, um, you know, if you're going to get breast cancer, you will be probably getting breast cancer. It will not be because you're taking estrogel, you know, right. if, you know, uh, HRT back in the day when it was very synthetic and whatever it was. But nowadays it's not. If you have a thousand women in the room, Seven of them would get breast cancer. They would probably get breast cancer anyway, or they probably wouldn't be on HRT. They're probably drinking too much, smoking, obese, whatever, yeah. you know. There's a lot more things that would bring on that breast cancer than that awful feeling. Because if you said HRT to me, I would just get a bubble that said cancer, you know. Yeah. It was, that's what I would put with it. So, mm. and that's, you know, I remember that from being on the news or whatever. So it was just something that was planted in my brain by, you know, the tabloids or whatever it is. And um, and, it, and I also was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to take that, you mm. know. But then I learned that, oh, my God, it's going to prevent all these things. It's going to make me feel better. And then I was off the antidepressants, and I just came off from cold turkey. Don't do it, cold turkey, everybody, please. No. It's just me, no. because, of course, I'm that sort of person. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put that down tomorrow, put it down, uh, but don't do it. I mean, and um, and I did, and, you know, and I felt great. And it wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't depression. It was the lack of hormones. Yeah. 
You know, it was a lack of serotonin. It was lack of estrogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lack of estrogen, and like you said, if you know, we can get these messages out to these these women. Mm. You know, um, and they're feeling unbalanced or whatever, and they've got all that going on as well. Mm. They're in a refuge, yeah. they're, you know, whatever's going on in their personal life, and mm. having that thrown on top. I mean, I couldn't cope, and I, I didn't need to go to work, and I had a roof over my head, and I had food in my fridge, and I was, you know, um, you know, in, in a safe environment. So, mm. I, you know, and, but I still was that close to being in such a dark place. Mm. you know so you know whatever help and I hope you know some women if they're listening to this or they want to go and visit the website yeah. it's really easy because I've got ADHD if you can tell I'm dyslexic yeah. everything has to be colourful short bright not mm. very long reads you know if you just do you watch me IGTVs I just talk about everything like this yeah. straight to the point um, everything I have two doctors that, that um, help write the proper content so it is properly doctors but all the other bits and pieces is just me talking like this mm. and I think what's great as well is that you know as you said about men you know you said about your dad I mean like but men being being more free to talk about stuff as well, you know that that women yeah can can talk to their partner and you know. But my daughter's got um, is polycystic ovaries. That's the yeah. polycystic ovary syndrome, and you know like it, it's horrendous. It's the thing yeah, that, you know, and it really does affect their life. It really and does. It, I know yeah. friends. It's horrible, yeah. isn't it? It really is, and it's um, but it's it's. It, it, it needs to be discussed. I mean, that, there's nothing that's not, you know, I've got four daughters and a son, so yeah. I, I get I get spared nothing. <laughs> the details of everything, you know. Yeah, of course. Come on, <laughs> come on, dad's in the room. Come on, girls, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's... it's that's uh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been brilliant, yeah. And, um, and it's great because they're all adults, so they've all got their own identity and their own ideas and... One of my daughters I'm very proud of at university, and she's chose to isolate with her friend in uni. Wow. <laughs> she didn't want to come home. She didn't. Well, she's that's like, like Esme, isn't it? She didn't want to come home either, really, telling the truth. Yeah. She's with a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like Esme. She said, well, I've paid me rent till July. I'm not going to come home. <laughs> Well, no, well, well yeah. Nate is just like, I'm going to shack up with my boyfriend. I'm yeah. going to be with him for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. It's like boyfriend, mum, you know. Mm, yeah. I think I'll go boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, she was just like that. And I'm taking the dog with me as well. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. three months. Yeah. And then she said, Mom, I really miss you. I think I'm coming home. And then I was like, are you coming back? And she's like, no, I think we'll still be here. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so I'm in the oh, same boat. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I I could see that, so exercise is important to you, isn't it? Like you, you know, like getting out there and doing that. Yeah, I think, yeah, that has a lot to do with, um, well, a lot of it is vanity, okay, I have to say. I do like okay. like to eat, so um, um, I have to do it. It's not really, yeah. I don't love it. I'm not one of those. Yeah, yeah, not gym I bunny. wish my addiction went to sport. 
I wish I'd got those, uh, what people talk about when they've done a run or they've yeah. done more things like my dad does. He's like so into sport and he gets that yeah. thing where he's like, oh, and I'm just, I really don't like it. I no. do it because I have to do it. Yeah. Um, so I don't ever wake up and say, God, I can't, great, can't wait to do a class, can't wait to do a run, can't wait to do this. I literally yeah. have to go, fuck, I'm going to go and do this workout now. I yeah. am like that. I have to do it. I mean, I could be one lazy thing, so I. But I really have to push it. Yeah. See, I do like to walk. I love to walk, yeah. and that, and, and that, I, I do get a lot. So in the morning, um, it's been quite good doing this lockdown because it's made me get out, um, before, like at seven a.m. or six thirty because I want to get before the people. But it yeah. has made me do the walk, and I suppose it is like. You know, I won't have my phone on. I won't have music on. I won't. I will just look at the sky and the nature and the blossom. Yeah. And I do take a few pictures on my way to put up yeah. about what I've seen. But it's. I think I've noticed that you know, if I can keep that as a habit, because you know, I getting up at six, eight, seven and doing that walk in an hour, it's. It's been really good, actually, for me mentally. I think, I think, and everybody, if you can try and get out and walk, um, well, it, they know, don't they? they they've done, yeah. you know, minds have done a million things about walking in nature, just walking yeah. and fear depression. It is really good. It's scientifically yeah. proven that walking and, you know, but don't have the music on and be on the phone. Just... You yeah. know, look at the sky and look at the blossom at the moment and look at, you know, the birds and, and you know, I've seen all sorts of birds in Regent's Park the last few days. Yeah. Um, I know people are going to say, lucky for you, Regent's Park. Yeah, but I'm sure that wherever you are walking, you'll see things. Yeah. Just start looking around. You'll probably look at things you've never seen in your local neighbourhood. Yeah. It's, there's always something to find. It's yeah, definitely. But I just think yeah. walking it does clear you, and you know it. It uh, I found it like been quite good because I I've sort of like even though I have a dog, I'm a bit like fair weather walker. Okay? I'm a bit like yeah. oh okay yeah all right I'll take him out that nine or ten or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, you know you know doing this early morning walk is been it's been a lifesaver, I think, for me. But then I come back and then I put me YouTube working out on and stuff like this, yeah. and I'm a bit like, oh, today. Actually, I didn't do it today, to tell you the truth. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. I did it yesterday. I did it yeah. yesterday. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. We're all allowed. Yeah. My kids have been know. doing really good. I must admit, the two, the two that are living with us at the moment are... Uh, yeah. They're they're at it every day, you know, and uh, it seems to help them. They, they want that routine. But isn't it? Don't you think it's? I mean, it's really weird, isn't it? That I mean, at their age, I was doing no working out. I mean, I was just partying. No. Okay, I had a very colourful nineties and eighties, whatever. But yeah. you know, the kids nowadays, like my daughter, she doesn't really doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't get drunk. You know, they yeah, they, I know. Fitness, and I'm like. <laughs> Really, you know, yeah. they're in, you know, it's a different, it's a completely yeah. different, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, I would, wouldn't be getting up until midday. I mean, no. they stuff at like seven. I'm like, what? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, it's, I think it's refreshing though. You know, like there's a, one of the projects I go to Tuesday night bites. So I have the two girls on the podcast. Yeah. 
and the whole team are in their early, uh, in their late twenties. Yeah. And there's this whole generation of of people that I want to, you know, and they're, they're they're every Tuesday night in Bethnal Green feeding yeah. the homeless. Uh, you know, um, amazing, uh, isn't it? You know, and it's just so refreshing that you know. I said to him, I said, you're. I don't like it to be condescending, but you're so young, you know, it's great that you, you know, you've got something better to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. you know, at that age, okay, yeah. I was not doing no, that. I was, I was down no, in no, was the fridge, you know, doing things on yeah. the You know, I was not, you know, helping a homeless person, you know, it wasn't. No. So it's really good. They are really Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's lovely to see all that. Yeah, and more so, I think it'd be more, more and even and that's what's going to come from this situation that you know we're all going to you know emotionally grow and, and spiritually grow and yeah you know I, 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 it has to be that it has to be that you know you can't go through all this without there being a positive, no. a positive shift in society it's yeah and it and we and it's gonna i mean you know I hate this, but it's going to go on at least until the summer. You yeah, know, I mean, at least yeah. 12 weeks. I mean, yeah, you know, minimum. we're going to be because, you know, we're not even peaked yet. So, no. you know, it's sort of people to, you know, like I say, in, in most of my morning stuff or whenever I just say, I just say to people, you know, get the calm app, you know, do, mm-hmm. a, you know, a meditation where they talk. You know, yeah. breathing. I've done some breathing exercises on my um, on my Instagram just to get rid of that anxiety. You know, probably mm-hmm. learning how to just to breathe for like it takes you like you know six minutes, and yeah. you can just change the way just from me breathing and doing a ten minute talking meditation. It will just change, yeah. and if you know, and what I've noticed is lots of WhatsApp groups and wanting to do you know huge meditations and big vibrations and playing for the world and stuff. I keep getting sent them all the time. And, you know, I used to get a few here and there, you know, from other people, like in L.A., we're all going to do a meditation at, you know, 11 o'clock. You know, there's going to be all around the world at a certain time. And I think it's working. I really do. Yeah. And I and I think, you know, it was time for, I mean, not for all these deaths and everything, but for us to slow up. It was, a, it was it was a time to to reset and reboot, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I I mm. totally agree with you there. Yeah, and I think it will make people, you know, you know, we're like we just we're, we're like you know, like you say, you everyone was on the phones. No one was even talking. I mean, I know we're more on the phone now. My screen yeah. time came up the other day and nearly died. <laughs> I was like, really? You're telling me I had seven hours? Are you sure? You know, because I'm on my own, so I am FaceTiming, but I'm talking and I'm ringing people yeah. and I, you know, but it's, it's, you know, it was at that sort of thing. It was just like no one even talking, you know, you go for dinner, everyone's just like, you know, sitting around on the phone, eating food, you know, it was just losing that, you know, that, you know, human yeah. interaction, you know, even though we can't do this now, it's now showing you if it's taken or actually away from you, how important it is. And we yeah. were just taking it away from ourselves anyway. Like, yeah. you know, even time my dad would be like, Anais, can you just sit for one dinner, just stop me on the phone? She'd be like, Randall, shut up, don't swear. <laughs> Mum, tell him to stop being so bossy. Yeah. And that's just five minutes, you know. You know, it's like, and then, of course, I'd pick up my phone, you know. It just was one of those things. It, so, it is. You know, my, my kids and you know and I, they'll say it's funny because I earlier this year we, we 
we had no heating, the heating broke. Yeah. And uh, we had a few days where no heat, it was cold in January, it was really cold, and we had no heating and, and no hot water. And, you know, like I'm saying, look, there's people out there that they live like this, and, and we go, <laughs> going, all right, Dad, we know about it, <laughs> but we're bloody cold, you know, like when you, <laughs> you think, yeah. yeah, maybe now's not the time, you know, like, this is the Today, thing, you, you know. know. It's like when your mum always said, all those starving yeah. children in Ethiopia eat that piece yeah. of liver and bacon, and you're like, yeah. oh, no, not on a Monday, liver and bacon, and, you know, mashed potato, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> but all those starving children, I know what you're going to say, you know. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just at the time, you just don't want to hear it, do you? No, but I think it's, I think now's the time, and I think people are thinking, and they are, even the most sort of belligerent of us are sort of stopping and thinking, hey, you know, something, this, this, yeah, this has got to be a reason for this, you know, so. Yeah, so when you, so you've got L'Oreal involved, so it's great, so, it's, so how many centres do you, how many haircuts do you do a year? Uh, so far, we've done 40,000 in oh, five 40, years. 40,000 in five years, yeah, because each year it grows. And, you know, we just hit 68 centres across the UK and uh, and Ireland. Um, right, so, you, so how does it work? So hairdressers volunteer, they go in. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, so how do they wash the head? Do they, you know, how does that work? Do they have it, facilities? Do they? It, it varies because it depends where we are. We, you know, yeah. in, in maybe I'd love you to come uh, after this is over. Like maybe yeah. come to the Whitechapel Mission with me and see it there. It's, yeah, um, that, that's just a, a wet down job because some some get a shower, but yeah. some it's just a it's a wet down job. Sometimes they're not washed or combed their hair for a few months. And yeah. you just literally do the best you can. You know, if we yeah. go to a residential unit, they can go and wash the hair. One of yeah. the, which I'd also like you to come to, is, is the Women's Refuge in Tower Hamlets. And so yeah. they're residential, so they can, they know we're coming and they they shower their hair and then they come down. And they do, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's a beautiful place, you know. Um, yeah. So it varies that we do what we can wherever we are, you know. We've got yeah. a, a, a really big project in... Um, the Capuchin Centre in Dublin that has yeah. over um, they serve three to five thousand people um, every day food uh, and it's it's incredible the size and scale of it so wow. it, it, yeah honestly uh, there's a on my podcast you have to have a listen he was very busy he could only give me half an hour he's 83 and yeah. he runs he's been a, a Capuchin monk and he's run this place since the 60s Brother Kevin, I think he's an early episode, yeah, and he tells he talks about it. And it's the most humbling beautiful place you'll ever go to. So um, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and he's he's a wonderful man. I hope he's okay. Well I just I just I was doing I was doing service. I was doing um, like a, a every Monday afternoon couple of us got together and we was doing um, a talk in Salvation Army in Montford. Um, yeah. Just a recovery talk, you know, like a yeah. sort of drop-in afternoon. And I saw the guys come in earlier, like the homeless guys get food. And I saw the guy at the same time in America, Mike Bustos, doing the street makeovers. And yeah. it just all clicked. And I thought, oh, next week I'm going to come an hour early, bring me scissors and do a couple of haircuts. 
and it blew me away. It was so great. I enjoyed it so much. I thought I'd do this quite regularly. And then the next thing, a couple of pictures on, his, on, on, on Facebook and stuff. Um, a few friends who are hairdressers said, we'll come and help. A few other places wow. said, I'll oh, come to us. And it just grew. It, it, it just grew. But like last year, early last year, we was on the National Rotary advert on TV. And that's when yeah. it really exploded because, you know, it captured people's imagination when they saw us just cutting homes, people's hair. Yeah, I can imagine. It's great. Yeah. And it's really, um, and, and funny enough, we say about these things, I was, uh, Maxine at the um, Beauty Papers magazine, they've made a beautiful short film about what we do at the mission and that. And uh, oh. we had a screening tonight. Uh, I, we had that premiere tonight at the uh, Savo House. Oh, uh, I was so looking at in the 8th of April was going to be, you know, like my daughter was coming home from uni, oh. the whole family would come in, the press was coming. So oh. <laughs> hopefully they'll do it later on. But, you know, like, I woke up. Yeah, and thought, so you were going to oh, be at the 8th of April. Yeah, your birthday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. But no, it's all right. Never would have believed it would be like a month yeah. ago that no. this was going to happen. I mean, no. it's mad. It, you know. And there again, you know, the important things are there. I've yeah. not lost anyone, you know. Um, no, the same with me. I had a big conference on the 16th of May, you know. First of all, it was like, you know, first of all, I went into that fear mode. But then it was yeah. just like, you know what, you know, what will be will be. We'll just move it. Yeah. And I just did hand yeah. it over. And I got to the 10th of October. Yeah, and we've got the re hall, got Westminster's Hall again on yeah. the tenth of October. You know, just wait really I wanted to pile in there but I didn't. I, I oh. waited because I really I wanted to get on the phone and go to the woman, look what's going on, da 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 <laughs> But I didn't, so I just waited no. and waited and then luckily enough it was two days before I was supposed to give a deposit then the law came, you know they came in that yeah. they couldn't be any gatherings like officially because yeah. before Boris was just saying you can't we are advising people please do not go that was yeah. really so it wasn't getting covered my deposit and it was quite a no. big deposit so I was in a lot of fear so I wanted yeah. to go to that place of anger like no yeah. this is not you know but I didn't <laughs> and and then it resolved itself because yeah. it then said, thank God, within the two days of it coming, then they said, we are now saying all things, uh, places of, you know, um, churches, and, uh, everything closed. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, thank goodness. So, <laughs> and then I got my date. So, yeah, I nearly went there, but managed to hold yeah. it. <laughs> Sandy, this holding that, uh, handing it over business is quite handy. Yeah, it is, it does. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do it on an hourly basis at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes, definitely. Well, it well, would be lovely. Speaking it's been great. We've, we've, we've hit the hour, believe it or not. Feels Have like we? Minutes, but yeah, we've hit an hour, so, you know, Brilliant. I suppose it's a great time to finish it on, the fact that we're both really grateful and both, uh, yes. uh, you know, surviving. Yeah. Surviving, yeah. and I would love to come and do talks to be involved. Yeah. Come and visit the missions, please. Yeah, we'll I'll make it happen. That. I know we'll do you've that. You've got my number now, anyway. So yeah. just send me a text, and uh, I will. And then and um, maybe I'll we'll, be we'll over this. Yeah. yeah, sooner, maybe yeah. sooner later. Let's we'll just, please, but keep in contact please, anyway. Yeah. I will definitely. Thank you so much for talking to us, mate. No, Thank my you. pleasure. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did 
more than I could have ever realised. It helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.